everyone, my name is Anna. For those of you who heard my last episode, thank you for joining me for this one. For this, for those of you in which this is the first, I will do a small recap due to this one being my husband's perspective. I am a mom of four kids. They are ages now 11, 6, four and one. On 125-23, our home was raided on a false allegation that five gunshots were heard at our residence from a bothersome neighbor. I had mentioned in the last episode from my perspective and want to turn this one over to my husband for his. Hi, my name is Ray. I'm Anna's husband. I just wanted to give you guys kind of a uh, recap of uh, the events that unfolded on that particular night. Um, I happened to be in the uh, front line, so to speak, on what actually happened. Uh, we were upstairs kind of uh, just folding up laundry, actually, of all things. We had been trying to sell our house uh, for quite a while. We were contemplating uh, just selling uh, for a cash offer to an investor so that we could just get rid of our house and get out of this crummy town that we're in because we've had so many uh, problems again and again and again with the neighborhood and with the neighbors um, constantly just ruthlessly attacking us really over a number of different things. We'll uh, get to that in more detail uh, later, but I heard the uh, doorbell ring and a really loud knock on the door at that point. It was about 11 o'clock, like my wife said. Uh, initially, I thought it was my mom, who I actually uh, you know, don't get along with at all. I ha don't have a relationship with her. I haven't talked to her in years. Um, you know, we'll also more than likely get to that uh, piece of the puzzle later. But I heard the loud knock on the door went downstairs um you know it was completely dark in the front of my house i didn't even bother to you know turn on the light because i wanted to kind of glimpse out the window to see who was at the door you know it's 11 o'clock on a weeknight you know nothing good ever comes out of a, a loud knock on the door at that time of night on a weeknight uh so i got downstairs essentially i saw three laser lights and they were dim because it was dark outside, but I spotted several officers barricading my entire house. There must've been at least 10 to 15 police officers. All of them had their guns drawn, uh, three AR-15 assault rifles, and at least five nine millimeter handguns were pointed directly at my head the lasers were literally pointed directly at my forehead, ready to shoot. They were all loaded, ready, ready for battle. I did what anybody would do at that point, and I just showed them my hands. I know that's procedure. They screamed at me to show them my hands. You know, no worries. Don't have any weapons. I'm, I'm not here to harm anybody. I uh, came to the door, and honestly didn't have the slightest clue as to what was going on. I had asked the officers, you know, why, what's happening? Why are you guys got your guns drawn on me? And they said that they heard, uh, they got a call that there were five shots fired in my household. 
which uh, makes sense because there's uh, six of us. So the neighbor that initially made the call really thought this plan of attack through, um, signifying that one of us basically shot the rest of our family. Um, you know, we later found out that which neighbor it was, and, you know, we suspected it all along. We have been dealing with problems with them for quite a while. We knew of her extensive, extensive uh, criminal history. I mean, literally has 20 records in McHenry uh, County alone here, and also, you know, has several records across all the bordering counties as well. So, we knew the type and breed of person that this uh, family and this lady was. Um, it wasn't a big shocker when we got finally did get the call recording and the FOIA report to reflect that uh, she did it. We're actually at the moment still in the midst of this. Um, you know, we're obviously in the legal process at the moment, kind of trying to figure things out on what the plot was that actually happened that night. Um, you know, we've gotten in touch with several, several people over this, including lawyers, um, you know, the attorney general, the governor of the state, you name it. And we're hoping at this point that they at least do a full blown investigation on uh, you know, every single detail on what happened up to that point, because this was the, third incident in a row that has happened to my family in about a year's time frame. And, um, you know, it's an ongoing thing. It's, it's still alive and well to today. And um, it's not something we're necessarily uh, proud of at the moment. We're just kind of trying to push our way through it the best that we can at this point. Thank you, Ray. Um, so, I want to go ahead and mention um, a few days after we had attempted to press charges on our neighbor due to the fact that they had the several officers had admitted it came from the house on the right. Um, we requested the police report and we also had requested to speak to the chief of police. There was two officers who had been there to take our request. In the meantime, between the raid and our attempt to press charges on 126-23, one day after the raid, our county tried to sue the governor of the, our state for his assault weapon ban. The county voted as a whole a few weeks after the raid. The PD and basically the county who was acting in the PD's favor ultimately lost. I had searched the scanner um, on Facebook for our county and the raid was not mentioned, not even the night it happened. Back to the day we attempted to press charges. The officer asked if I knew what squatting was. One of my close friends mentioned what it was when she saw my original post the night it happened. I replied to him, yes, it was explained to me right before I got here. He stated that's what they believed what had happened, but they didn't have enough evidence to charge her. As the conversation went on, he attempted to tell us no AR-15s were used that night. 
that he reviewed the body cams and they did everything right that night. I recognized being gaslighted and stuck to what I knew happened. The chief of police called back to state several days later, there was nothing he could do except talk to my neighbor. We received a call from the officer who denied our request to press charges, and he stated he wanted to talk to my husband regarding the guns used at the raid. My husband wasn't with me at the time, and I told him I wouldn't be with him until after 3 p.m. Our son was doing his schoolwork at the library. That officer called us for two weeks, like clockwork, to discuss the guns. My husband did not pick up. After 13 days from our FOIA request, the report came back. It was the neighbor's daughter, the same daughter we had problems with for years. I will explain in a later episode. The report mentioned AR-15. It mentioned no, no neighbors reported any gunshot noises. There was no indication anything happened in our home. We had attempted to call the state's attorney who stated it was up to the PD to press charges. We called the attorney's general in which I had to leave a message. No one called me back. In the meantime, our phone was, our phone, on our phone, we received a message from a number not known to us. It stated, hey, Ray, have you given up selling your house? It was three days after the raid. I replied, who is this? Our number wasn't publicly listed, and the only people in this situation that was given our phone number was the PD. The next day, they sent the same text. I asked for them to stop. That person did. I reverse searched the phone. It came up as someone I did not know. So I looked up the name on Facebook that mentioned the name and city as well as age. It was only one person. I looked through the profile and saw he was friends with a girl who looked somewhat familiar to someone I had seen following me when I went grocery shopping. I clicked on that profile. The woman was someone who is romantically connected to a guy I dated 16 years ago, one year prior to meeting my husband. That woman's job title on LinkedIn is Special Insurance Fraud Investigator, in which she stated she worked with the PD. This is getting a bit long, so I'm going to end this here. Thank you for listening. Till next time. Bye for now. Lots of love, light, and wishing you a blessed day.